0: Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, oh, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. I'm feeling very jolly and buoyant because the French national anthem has just been on. Um, So France playing Australia in the World Cup. And there's nothing like a bit of is it called the Marcellaise? And then they played the Australian national anthem. I mean, like, Christ, that is boring. Um, and I think I read that when England played uh, yesterday, yesterday, uh, there was a lot of "God Save the Queen," the Queen, which I quite like that we should have a queen (laughs) instead of a king Um, so yeah feeling happy and buoyant and also when I dropped my daughter off at work um, we rounded the corner uh, that leads to the pub and the whole thing was just lit up in little tiny just a just a nice you know um, not discreet that's the wrong word subtle a nice subtle Row of tiny lights along the roof line, and you know, oh, tasteful that's with tasteful. And of course, we had Heart Christmas on in the car, so uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that's nice. Um, so I felt quite festive, and then I felt quite French, and um, got a lot of stuff done today as well. It's been quite productive. Uh, had to write about what did I write about today. I wrote about oh some IBM software that helps with sustainability don't you know um and that was good because I got that done had a good team call with people that I work with um we're like a collective <laughs> we're a, we're a collective because we're all freelancers we all work together and um we're all very happy doing that we have quite a good laugh um, and then I had a review call for my brother who's disabled um, and I think I can share this with you so for those of you that know a little of my uh, family history and have spoken about this um, to a fair degree and I did record a video about my brother and about what happened when our mum died Um, so he has down syndrome and some other disabilities and he lives in um, care and always will do um, because he can't live independently um, but for quite some time not quite to years, for over a year for over a year they've been trying to get him to wear a CPAP mask which is something that you wear if you have sleep apnea and sleep apnea is where you can momentarily stop breathing when you're asleep, and it sort of forces you to wake up. Um, anyway, my brother does not wish to wear this mask, and I had kind of saw my only um, image of sort of masks had been you always see them on American programs. There's always uh, a person with an oxygen tank on the back of their mobility scooter, or next to their armchair. We're watching. was it modern family and one of the neighbours had that and they have a little um, tube that goes sort of under your nostrils and then has a little um, little tube for each nostril Um, but no it's not that it's almost a bit like um, a fighter pilot's kind of oxygen mask really um, big and very has to fit has to have like a a complete seal around your nose and mouth Um, so not um, subtle or discreet like the little Christmas lights, but quite a large, serious piece of equipment. And ever since it was introduced, my brother has said, I don't want to wear this, please and thank you. And every night the care staff um, have tried to encourage him to because actually, you know, he may feel more refreshed to get a better night's sleep if he wears the mask, but I've looked at this mask and I thought, I don't know if I could get to sleep wearing the damn thing. And the machine does make a noise. So, uh, yeah, he started off with, mm, I don't wish to wear it, please and thank you. And then started to hide parts of said machine. <laughs> and when he was asked where the bits were, it, I don't know. I don't know where they are, please and thank you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, distributed those pieces in all sorts of innovative and new and interesting places. So they've had to search all around the house for it, um, outside the house, Um, I think once he hung the mask outside his bedroom window. Um, So, you know, he's quite got some ingenuity. And finally, and bless him, when he stays at our other brother's house, my brother tries to get our brother to put this mask on. He says, no, please and thank you. I'm just not doing it um and a big thing when you have um when you are a disabled adult something that's really important is um giving people as much choice as possible um based on comprehension safety ability to make decisions and our brother's quite clearly saying i don't wish to wear this it's my decision and so that needs to be respected you can't force somebody to to do something like that. If you know it, it's beneficial to him, but it's not life threatening for him not to wear it. So finally, after more than a year of trying, we had a meeting and it was agreed that, as our brother had said, I really definitely do not wish to wear this, please and thank you. And if you continue to try and Make me wear this or encourage me to wear it, I will continue to hide the pieces. <laughs> it's been decided that he doesn't have to wear it. So, a happy day all round. And he is going to be over the moon to be told that I'm not going to try and make you wear it anymore. Please and thank you. And I think they're going to get him to help them return the unit to the local hospital. Um, and yeah, <laughs> just have to make sure he doesn't like kick it through the doors and go, ha 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 ha. Um, so that is all goodness and um, I've been quite touched with a few responses to the podcast actually talking about dealing with stress and dealing with family challenges Um, so thanks if you're one of the people that has gotten in touch I'm gradually working up towards doing some proper writing it feels like I'm in a bit of a uh, a moment of figuring things out so I'm definitely going to spend once I've done a year of this I am gonna do a proper year of everyday writing and I guess what I'm trying to do is find the right angle because there's an awful lot of distraction when you think about where could I spend my time where could I help other people what are people respond to and i listened to a great episode of the diary of a ceo today which featured labyrinth and he was just so eloquent speaking about his experiences of being signed by simon cowell and how he got kind of lost in that uh being told what you should look like what you should sound like who you should be dating the kind of music you should be making and he talked about getting back to what is it that he truly wants to create and he said he never asked himself what does he want to create so um that was quite an inspiring thing to listen to i'll put a link to that in the show notes um it's about an hour and a half long so i've been listening in chunks throughout the day but um yeah lessons for me in there for sure so i'll pop a link into that as well and actually speaking of inspiring podcasts um I didn't realize this, but the most recent episode of University Challenged featuring Harry Bryars, who is 22, left school at 16, was already earning money as a copywriter and web developer. By when he was 14, I think he speaks beautifully about having a a clear idea on what you want out of life, setting yourself targets, challenging um, certain beliefs that are held. Um, or not feeling that you have to be pressurised into doing things a certain way because other people think you should do it. So, he was asked are you going to do maths or further maths at A-level because he's a very bright student and he said oh no I'm not going to sixth form and the teachers were like excuse me and we had a really interesting chat about he's like I don't think you need to own a car Um, certainly not if you live in a big town or city and he shared his thoughts on his kind of money mindset and what that means to him and actually pushing against that view of when you are 16, you need to have a car, um, is really good listen. So if you've got teenagers that, I don't know, wanna leave school at 16 or are looking for a bit of inspiration from someone who's closer to their own age, or you're a parent who's got a kid that wants to leave school at 16 and you're thinking, oh my God, no. give it a listen so I'll put a link to that in the show notes too and what I hadn't appreciated was he shared it today on LinkedIn saying I did my first ever podcast so I love that I gave somebody their first podcasting experience because I have been that person who was a guest for the first time and now I've been able to make that happen for someone else um at such a young age and I think he's going to go on to do some really interesting things so there you go Lots of goodness and vim and vigour and what I hope for you I hope that you have a little earworm of the French national anthem now la la, 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 la.